you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Family's Fly Free podcast. I'm Lynn Mettler. I hope everyone is having a great holiday break. I hope that you're taking a minute to um, have some downtime, um, relax after what's been a somewhat stressful um, year for many people, a busy year um, to kind of relax and um, refuel for 2022. So I know that this is one of the quieter weeks that I have during a year. So I really, really enjoy that. I'm doing some things that I don't normally have time to do. So over the last week, I have um, been doing some reading. I love to read and I find it hard to focus and just read for a few minutes here and there if I'm really busy. So it's nice to have some ex- you know, extended time to actually be able to sit down and read. Um, I've been catching up on a philosophy class that I've been taking online over the fall. I got sort of behind on that. So trying to catch up. And then um, I've just found myself being really into Disney this year. And um, we've been to Disneyland and Disney World, as you know, if you listen to the podcast. And so I've enjoyed also um, catching up on some Disney movies that I haven't seen. So I just watched Moana and I absolutely loved that one. That one was really good. So pretty all about Hawaii. And the music was really wonderful, too. So I hope you're enjoying some of this same downtime. Also, now, um, usually as soon as Christmas passes, everyone starts thinking about traveling the next year. So January is typically one of the busiest months for booking travel. So it's like as soon as we get done with all that busy stuff for the holidays, now we're ready to focus on the coming year and start getting excited about where we can travel. So if you are in that same mindset, this would be a great time to join our Families Fly Free membership. We can put you on the fast track to flying your family free in 2022 and beyond forever. In fact, we'll show you our simple process for how to do that. We can get you a companion pass from Southwest. So one member of your family can always fly free with you early in 2022. So you can get rocking and rolling by spring and summer and and wherever and however much you want to travel next year. So if you'd like more information about that, go to familiesflyfree.com slash join. And I encourage you to go and listen to the different interviews I've done with the members um, of the Families Fly Free program. So you can hear direct from them about what they love about the membership, about the thousands of dollars that they are saving by being a member. And the way I look at it, if you can cover the cost of just one flight for at least a family of four in 2022, you have broken even at least on the membership. Um, And we guarantee that we'll save you at least double the cost of the membership in travel savings or your money back. So after just one, you may break even, and then every flight that you get free there forward is a moneymaker for you. So that's how I've designed this membership is to make you money, Um, meaning you may have to outlay a little bit up front 
um, to learn how to do this, but you're going to make back way more than what you invest in the membership. That's the idea. So come join the hundreds of families who are learning our process, who are so excited to be able to go places they never imagined they'd be able to go. They're finding themselves wonder where should they go next? And we really help you with that inside the membership too, with inspiring you where to go. We give you destination itineraries. We have weekly live webinars on all kinds of travel topics, including travel savings and um, destinations, what to see, where to go, how to save when you're there. And you get one-on-one support from myself and from my team about any question you have as you go along. And we give you your very own customized fly-free plan for your family that you can follow step-by-step. So this would be a perfect time to get going so you can get your 2022 travels off on the right foot. Now, today, I wanted to circle back around to the podcast we did last week with Jill Wright, the money coach. That was one of my favorite podcasts. I really enjoy talking through with her about having the right mindset to be able to enjoy travel abundance. And so we talked about um, several different concerns that I hear from people. Um, I've been doing this for years now, so I've heard everything under the sun. And there are definitely certain themes that you hear over and over. So we kind of went through some of those different concerns and how to shift your mindset, how to recognize that those are really fear-based. So if you can recognize what the fear is behind that, you can start to shift your mindset. But I wanted to go through those in detail and address kind of the factual side of it um, and why these concerns are really our travel lies. So I kind of liked her podcast is called Money Lies, Jill's. And so I kind of liked um, adapting that to what we're talking about here. These are money lies about travel that people tell themselves, and it prevents you from being able to take advantage of flying free the way that we teach it. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to take advantage of that. Um, So I just don't want you to get hindered by misinformation, right? We see lots of misinformation out there in the world right now about every topic under the sun. So I want to give you the hard and fast facts about these seven common concerns that I hear about flying free, seven travel lies. All right. So the first one that I get a lot is this can't be, it's too good to be true. How can a whole family always be able to fly free? And I completely understand that one. I felt that way. My husband felt that way. So many people that come to me feel that way. And you'll hear me ask in the different member interviews that I do, um, I'll ask that question of the members, did you think this was too good to be true? And why isn't it? Can you you tell people that it, it really works? Because I feel like the best way to overcome that one is for you to hear from real people who are just like you. I'm just like you too. I have a family of four who we could not afford to fly everyone. Um, And so- In 2015, we figured this out and we've been doing it ever since. So I'm a real life case study in the fact that this really does work. Um, And the reason it works um, is because you just need to know the system to follow. Um, If you try to go out there yourself and look at the gobs of information that's out there on YouTube and blogs and podcasts, it's very difficult to piece it together in a way that makes sense for your family without it feeling extremely confusing and complicated. And that might be why you feel like it's too good to be true. It's just, it's too hard. It's too hard to figure out. And that's another one we'll talk about, but 
Um, if you just have the process and the steps, you can fast track yourself to being able to do exactly what my family's doing. And if my family can travel, you know, six times a year when it's not a pandemic, a family of four flying free six times a year, your family can do it too. Um, and I've tried to show you in the podcast, um, and you can check out our YouTube channel as well. If you want to actually see the videos and there's some more on there, um, youtube.com slash families fly free. You can see more member interviews, um, where they're answering all these hard questions and they're telling you that it really does work. And they explain why it works for them, um, and why it's not too good to be true, but we have been trained when we see something that's amazing and it doesn't seem very hard to achieve it, something's got to be wrong. Right. And, um, Jill talked about that really is a fear. Like if it is too good to be true, you're afraid of looking humiliated or looking like a fool for believing something that wasn't true. And another way that I try to overcome this, um, inside the membership is by giving you a guarantee that if you don't save double, um, that we'll give you your, your money back. So that way, if you find out you get in and for some reason it just doesn't work, um, then you can get your money back. So there's really no risk there. No one has to know that you did this, right? Um, everyone is going to start to notice though, when you're traveling six times a year, they're going to wonder what in the heck happened. Um, but there's, um, no other reason not to do it. You will get your money back if for some reason it is too good to be true um, and no one has to know about it. So I try to, to help mitigate that risk, that fear for you by having that money back guarantee. All right. Number two is that credit cards are bad. And this was definitely one that we struggled with early on because we had been in debt. And when you've been in debt with credit cards, you sort of have trained yourself to believe that credit cards are bad. And even, you know, big financial people out there like Dave Ramsey, you know, he really um, discourages people from ever using a credit card. And that's definitely a good practice. If you're trying to get out of debt, we don't recommend doing this hobby of flying free and collecting miles and points, unless you are out of debt, that needs to be the re one of the rewards for getting out of debt for you is that you can start to do this, but credit cards do not have to be bad. And you really need to step outside of that mindset and look at how they could be good because they can be good. Um, so I don't ever want this to be a reason that people don't fly free just because they have a misunderstanding of credit cards. Credit cards are only bad if we put too much on them and don't pay them off. That's on us. It has nothing to do with the credit card. The credit card itself is a neutral. It's just a thing sitting there. <laughs> that we use to pay for stuff. It's not good or bad. It's what we do with it. That's good or bad. So recognize, take that control back on yourself and recognize it's how you use the card that makes it good or bad. And it's your choice. Now I understand that there's some people out there who cannot control their spending. I've had people in my family who have uh, bipolar or manic depression. And I understand that's a real thing. Like overspending is a real mental challenge um, that they struggle with. So I know that there are some exceptions to this of people truly not being able to control this. And if you are one of those, then this isn't for you for sure. Know thyself. And if you cannot control yourself with cards, then it's not for you. But if you can take responsibility and you can understand how to manage cards, 
they can be good. And here's why, because when you pay with a debit card, you don't get anything for that spend. You pay for it, it comes out of your bank account. When you pay with a credit card, you can earn either cash back or a point or two or three or five that you can use to book travel. So you're earning a return on spending that you would be doing anyway. And it's not costing you aside from an annual fee in some cases, which are usually around $99 a year. It's not costing you anything to earn that return. So just like you invest your money in the stock market instead of letting it sit in the bank or say, put it in a savings account that has a higher interest rate, you're earning a return on that money that's just sitting there. So in the same way, why not earn a return on money you're going to be spending anyway in the form of free travel? Some people who don't like to travel, they choose cash back, but, but you can earn a lot more in the form of free travel if you, if you like to travel. So the idea here is that we just don't ever want to carry balance because these cards do have high interest rates. And my strategy to attack that is you charge something to the card and you pay it right off that day or the next day, as soon as you can do it. And there's no difference than it coming directly out of your bank account, like a debit card, than if you would pay with your debit card. It's the same thing. The money comes right out of your account immediately. And that helps a lot of people who do struggle with putting things on the card, letting it accumulate for you know a month, and then forgetting that they put that much on the card, they've spent too much out of their checking account and they don't have the money to cover it. So that solves that problem. Just use it just like a debit card, pay it down every day. And there's no difference except you're earning a return on the money you'd be spending anyway. So credit cards can be very good. And in fact, I think that's a way that we're outsmarting the system because we're not paying any high interest to the banks. The banks still make money every time we charge to the card, they still earn that two and some percentage fee that um, merchants have to pay credit cards. So they're still coming out good. We're coming out good because we're earning lots of miles and points that we can use to travel free. And we're sometimes we're meeting a minimum spend and earning a huge chunk of points. So I feel like that's outsmarting the system. It's taking all the good stuff out of it and leaving the bad, not, not paying those high interest rates. Okay, let's move on to number three, also credit card related, which is I cannot responsibly manage credit cards. So um, that really goes back to the same thing we were talking there. It is in your control unless you have some sort of hormonal imbalance or some sort of medical issue that keeps you from being able to control yourself in that regard. Um, But otherwise, it's a choice that you are making to pay down that balance or not pay down that balance. We also don't ever require you to spend more than you were going to anyway. So this is not a case of go out and buy a bunch of stuff to earn points. No, it's only about put what you were going to be spending anyway on the card. Okay. All right. Number four is that it will damage my credit. This has got to be probably the second most common one that I hear. Um, Everyone wants to know, but won't this damage my credit? you know what? It turns out that if you do it the way that I'm explaining, it greatly improves your credit. And in fact, if you go back and listen to Carlos and Angelica, their podcast, they're the family of seven that I interviewed that are members. Um, Carlos mentions that it was a surprise benefit to him of following our process, which really just involves three credit cards, how much his credit improved. He wasn't expecting that. That was a surprise benefit. He was expecting to be able to fly free and travel free, but 
he wasn't expecting his credit to increase. And I have another member um, who's working to get her spouse. He just doesn't have a lot of credit. And so they're, um, you know, adding some travel credit cards under his name so that he can start to build his own credit so that, that, you know, if something were to happen to her, he would be covered as well. He would have his own credit history and good credit score. He didn't have bad credit, just didn't have much credit at all. So this is a way to, to help solve that problem as well. So we find that it does not damage your credit so long as you pay your balance off. And here's the reason why. It is a benefit to your credit for the banks to extend you credit. That's a positive. It shows that they think that you are a good financial steward. They're willing to risk loaning you this amount of money, extending to you this amount of credit. And that is a positive to your credit score. A big part of your score is your debt to credit ratio. So um, if you can have a lot of credit with very little debt, that is also a positive to your score. So the more credit extended to you, the better that score is going to be. Of course, the lower your debt, zero would be great, you know, um, the better your score is going to be. So the more cards you get, and again, we don't encourage you to get a lot of cards, but any cards that you get are going to add to the credit extended to you, which is a plus. You just don't want to keep a balance on there because then that builds the debt part of the ratio, which we don't want. We just want the credit part of the ratio. Um, now, when you do apply for a card, there is a brief hit to your credit score that's usually 10 points or less. And it's temporary um, because it's it's a check on your credit, right? And you don't want to have too many of those over um, you know, a short period of time. That can that could be a negative for your credit. Usually what happens is it may drop, let's just say drop six points when they check your credit. But then when they approve you for the card and they extend you, I don't know, let's just say five thousand dollars in credit that increase in your score will weigh more than offset the five points that it dropped when they checked your credit. So it's, it's again, a little bit like outlaying of cash to learn how to fly free, you know, spending a thousand dollars, $1,200 to learn how to save $5,000. Is it worth it to you to spend 1200 to save 5,000 here? Is it worth it for you, for your credit score to go down five in order for it to go up 50? Yes. Um, so you have to you have to shift your thinking a little bit there and see that ultimately this is a net positive. OK. Um, and we find that people, you know, I don't recommend opening and closing a bunch of cards. It's not my style. I keep it very simple, just a few cards. Um, and so even people who have a lot of cards, open, close a lot of cards, they have scores into the 800s. Um, so that tells you right there that um, it's not a harm to your credit to do this. Um, talking about closing cards, that's another one that can be a negative to your credit. Um, and so we just don't recommend that you close any cards that you've had open for a really long period of time. Or if you do close one that you've had open for five years, you want to make sure you always have some cards that have been open longer than that because credit history, length of credit extended to you is a part of your score. So it's a great idea to have some like no annual fee cards that you just always keep open to build that history. Um, so if you do need to close a card here or there, it's not a big impact because you still have these ones that you'll have always um, that will continue to build that credit history. Okay. Number five is 
it requires me to spend a lot of money each month. So that's a question I get a lot is, um, but don't I have to spend a lot of money each month to get all these points? No, you just spend what you normally spend. Even if you're on a limited budget, even if you're a retiree and you have a very limited budget, it's okay. Um, my system is you may need to meet a couple of minimum spends and minimum spends are not much. They're usually between a thousand to $5,000 within about three months. We have some good tricks um, all above board to help you quickly meet a minimum spend without having to outlay even that much cash. Um, so with a small minimum spend, you can net a big bunch of points, right? And then we recommend um, a card specific to you that will earn flexible points and double and triple points for every dollar you put on it. Um, and you just use that for your everyday spend, whatever you normally spend. And you're, if you have a family of five, guess what? You're going to be spending more than the retired couple of two, but the family of five needs more points and they're going to earn more points because they're spending more. The retired couple of two on a limited budget, if they have a companion pass, they only need points for one person. <laughs> so, and the way we teach it in the membership is we really show you how to stretch the points because we show you on Southwest in particular, how to pay fewer points for every flight, which means that you can take more flights on the same number of points as everyone else in the world. Who's just paying whatever the points price is on the day that they want to fly. That's not the way to do it. Um, we have so, so many tricks and hacks to help you pay fewer points for every flight so you can take more trips. And again, um, so you just with that everyday spend, we just want to be smart though with that everyday spend. We want that to be on the correct card. Um, we don't want it to be on an airline card because you're mostly going to earn one point per dollar and it's only going to work on that airline, which is not good. Um, so we have a better plan. We help you maximize your everyday spending. So you're earning the most possible points per dollar in a way that you can use it in all kinds of different ways for travel. Um, so that's the key of just whatever you're spending. You do not need to spend anymore, but if you like, maybe you are redoing your like we're working at redoing our basement right now. So we have, do have some purchases for furniture and flooring and that kind of thing. So we're going to be spending that anyway. So we might as well put that on a card, meet a minimum spend, or um, at least get, you know, double or triple points for that rather than just put it on a debit card. We're earning nothing for that. Um, so anything you're going to be spending, we have you put on the card, pay it right off though. So you don't pay that high interest rate. Okay. Number six is it's too complicated to do this. It does not need to be complicated. But again, if you look out there on YouTube, on blogs, on podcasts, it can sound very complicated. And this is truly why I created Families Fly Free is because it does not need to be that complicated. I have figured out a simple process that works for families so that this is not a second job for you. You hardly have to spend any time on it every week. You know, my members probably spend, you know, 15 minutes looking at the updates that are important to them each week and deciding if they need to act on them. And then if they want to go to our weekly live webinar, that's anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, if they want to attend that, or they can listen to the recording later, or if it's not of interest, they can skip it that week. Um, that's it. There's no need to scour blogs to get a bunch of email newsletters every day, look through all the articles to see, am I interested in American Airlines and what their card is doing? Am I interested in Hilton Hotels and what their newest promotion is? We tell you only what you need to know that fits in our process and it's working for our family. So 
I am all about keep it simple. K-I-S-S. I follow the 80-20 rule, which is what are the 20% of actions we can take to generate 80% of our results. And forget the other 80% of actions because those are only generating 20% of your results. We focus on the fewest steps that you can do that generate the biggest impact, the most points, the most savings for you. And the companion pass is a great example of that. By just earning this one pass and we can show you how to do it quickly and easily with a minimum spend, you're going to have it for two years and one of you is going to be able to always fly free. So if you can just, that's a definite example of that's just a small action that you can take that has huge results for two years. And then we show you how to keep earning it over and over. So it does not need to be complicated. My system is not complicated. If you want to come in and learn it, join Families Fly Free, familiesflyfree.com slash join um, and stop being overwhelmed or indulging in overwhelm with all of the information that's out there. There's just no need to do that. And I found myself like when I used to be a couponer, I kind of got to the point too, where I was like, this is too complicated. This is a second time, second job for me to be looking at all these coupons and all the sale books and comparing everything every week. And I finally was like, just forget it. Like, I'm just going to do the 20% of things that, you know, net me most of the savings, which is clipping digital coupons, you know, glancing at the sale book in my app, you know, while I'm standing in line somewhere to see what's on sale and that's good enough. Um, and so that's really is how I approach, uh, flying free as well, except what you get is so much better than, things you get at the grocery store. So much better than boxes of cereal and laundry detergent. It's free trips to make a lifetime of memories for your family. Okay. We got one more and then we will wrap this up. So the last one is that it, this is, doesn't work for more than one or two people. Okay. There's no way you can collect enough miles and points to fly bigger families just doesn't work for those. Um, and I have a family of four, so you could be like, I don't know how it'd work for more than a family of four. Right. Um, amazingly, we have families of up to eight in the membership, and we have a lot of families of five and six. We have several of seven, like Carlos and Angelica. You can go back again and listen to their podcast. That's one of my favorites because if they can make it work for a family of seven and even bring an eighth person along with them on one of their trips and have plenty of points left over, it can work for anyone. It just can. <laughs> They're living proof of it. Um, and we have uh, Cheryl was one of my more recent interviews. She has a family of five. We have lots and lots of families of five. Um, and so all these families are making this work because of our simple process of knowing the right cards, the right steps to take, the right ways to save points on Southwest, the right way to fly to Europe to pay the fewest possible points. And then how to save on everything else, like car rentals and airport parking and how to earn points when you're shopping. So just all these little things, once you learn it, they add up and they keep your points balance full. So the key to my process is, you know, we earn a big chunk of points when we get you the companion pass. So you can spend a year probably or more spending the, those points down. And all the while you're spending those points down, we're rebuilding your points balance through your everyday spending and through a couple of these um, supplemental things like shopping. And we're showing you how to spend the fewest possible points on every flight that you book so that you're not using so many points all at once. Like 
there's no way you should be using 125,000 points for one trip for four people. Like I can easily stretch that across four or five trips. Um, and so if you don't know how to do that, you're, you're missing out on half of the equation. Um, and that's what makes it work for more than just one or two people. Now, again, my system is not about flying first class and lie back seats with glasses of wine and staying in penthouses and the most luxury hotels and the Maldives and, you know, round the world trips. That's not what I'm doing. My goal is to get you efficiently, freely to wherever you want to go in the U.S., the Caribbean and Europe to be able to stay free or stay for less as much as possible, to be able to pay the, the fewest dollars for your car rentals, um, to understand you know, how to save when you're eating out on your trips. It's nothing luxurious, but if you are in it for the experience, if you just want to take your family to show them this beautiful country we live in, the amazing landscapes, you can find, you know, all these diverse landscapes across the U.S. to take them, you know, to see the beautiful Caribbean blue seas. I mean, I was blown away the first time we went to Grand Cayman at how pretty the ocean was. And my kids got tired of me saying like, oh my gosh, that's so pretty, so blue. Like you just can't imagine it till you see it. You know, if you want to show them the Eiffel Tower and um, the Statue of David in Italy, the rolling hills of Tuscany, the amazing history of Rome, the rolling green hills of Ireland. This is all within your grasp. You're not going to fly there first class, but you're going to get there and you're going to get there in the easiest way possible. So it absolutely works. We, I can say for families of eight, we know we've, we've had people take extended family trips, probably of that many. Um, so it definitely works for those. Um, so it does work. And again, the best way I can, I've tried to explain to you why it works, but, but listen to the members telling you that it actually is working. Don't just take my word for it. So those are seven of the most common travel lies, um, concerns about flying free that I hear. And I just did want to go into those in more detail and give you the facts as best as I could to help you um, overcome some of those concerns. I truly, truly don't want anyone to not be able to fly free because they just don't understand or they have misinformation um, about the way this process works. So if you have any more questions, if I've missed your big concern, please send me an email, lynn, L-Y-N, at familiesflyfree.com, and I will be more than happy to address it for you. Um, I love working closely with my members. Um, that's, that is truly my pleasure. It is my joy to be able to get to know these different families and help make their travel dreams come true. And I am um, humbled by how much we have been able to do that in 2021. And, and so I can't wait to, to see who comes along for the journey in 2022 and see how many more people we can start to make these dreams come true. Um, it is a real blessing. And we've been working too over these last couple of weeks um, with my integrator, Cami, who you've heard on a past podcast. We've been working on um, how to make the membership even better, how to bring more features, connect the members even more closely in 2022. Um, so 
it's even more amazing. I want it to be the most amazing thing out there in travel. And so we are working to make sure that it is. So I do hope that you will consider joining us for 2022. Again, check out familiesflyfree.com slash join. You can see uh, more member interviews on there on YouTube, Families Fly Free. And of course, you can email me if I have missed any of your questions. All right, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve and a happy new year. And I will see you or talk to you in 2022. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Families Fly Free program, where you get my simple step-by-step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com join. That's familiesflyfree.com join to learn more and get started flying free today.